You're tuned in to the biggest balls of them all. That's right. Playing with Balls podcast. We got sports and comedy for that ass. With Shannon Lee and Rachel Cobb, check. You about to go downtown, bitch, on the only podcast that sports platinum and brunette chicks. That's right. Playing with Balls podcast, you dig? Welcome to the Playing with Balls podcast. We're coming to you from Santa Monica, California, where we almost always do. I'm Rachel Kopchak. <laughs> I'm Shannon Lee. And today we have our friend uh, Andy Ruther here, co-host of the Dirty Sports podcast. Welcome. Hi, guys. <laughs> What's going on? Thank you for joining us. So Andy is an L.A.-based comedian, and you have the sports podcast. What else? Mm-hmm. You're from Cincinnati. I'm from Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a Sagittarius. Oh, me Are too. You really? Yes, I am. I have no clue what that means, though. <laughs> When's your birthday? November 26th. Oh, so That's you're like in the beginning. That's my mom's birthday. Oh, That's really? That's so bizarre. Was your mom born on Thanksgiving? Because I was. No, she wasn't a Thanksgiving baby. Yeah. Yeah, you're lucky. My you're mom extra was, special. She than was like making stuffing, and then I came out of her. <laughs> oh, jeez. They, they the used the umbilical cord in the stuffing. <laughs> that turkey was done. <laughs> the placenta and everything. Yeah, oh, in Thanksgiving dinner, yummy, amazing. You're, so you're like one of the first days of Sagittarius, or of that so sign. It sounds like you you know this stuff. Well, she on the last day yeah. of it. I'm the very so last day. What does that day. mean? Uh, it just means I'm the last day of it. No, but what does Sagittarius mean? <laughs> oh, Sagittarius is um, a sign. It's the bow and arrow. It's the hunter. Actually, I got I have an arrow tattoo, mm-hmm. and it's like a part. I just like really like arrows, but a part of it is for the sign. How regrettable is that? Um, I don't regret you it. You don't regret it at all? No. Okay. Yeah, she likes no. it. I mean, I also have tattoos I also of our just astrological got it. signs. I just realized that. Oh, yeah. really? I mean, we're girls, yeah. so come on. That's, that's white girls at that, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really white yeah. girls. Um, but it's so, like, my birthday is the winter solstice, which is, like, the shortest day of the year because I'm on the cusp. But uh, Sagittarius are like, I don't know, you should read up on it. There are, <laughs> there's this really great uh, website that we read. Google it. SusanMiller.com. Oh, so you. We are not sponsored by her. But, but, you, but yeah, you ladies really are good. like into this shit. Yeah. Can I yeah. swear on here? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I, I don't Fuck know. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But I mean, yeah. I mean, a guy that's not into his horoscope, that's not uncommon, I don't think. I think it's a lot of females are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you just have to know it. what you are because women are always like, "What's your sign?" When you're on a date or something, so, and like you have to at least know the well, answer, so some we can women, then go yeah. Google you and be like, "Are we a good match?" Some women, yeah. some people. I would that. actually say we're not really like that. But, <laughs> but do you believe? But you do actually believe in the the match thing? I don't. Uh, the signs. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I. I don't know if I believe it. Mostly because there's guys I've liked and I've played that game, um, like with my girlfriends, and it's like not a match. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to listen to this bullshit. Yeah. Yes. Astrology doesn't mean anything. Yeah. No. When you don't want it to. <laughs> exactly. I, yeah. Like, I'm supposed to date Sagittarius's and Aries, and I've dated a Sagittarius, and it was like one of the worst experiences ever. Like we are. Not, I. We do not mesh like at all well that would mean you believe that though maybe it was right. just the guy or the guy you know? was just a psychopath <laughs> yeah and that's why it didn't Did work we date or something at a certain point <laughs> you're no. describing me yeah no no they're uh, sagittarius are somewhat emotionally based they are very mm. creative people uh, a little bit stubborn, but very big hearts, and are willing to give a lot to the people they care about. There's that's like my that's my theory. There, well, I would say, I would say in my experience, there's different levels of them because I, um, 
I've never read as much about being um, like emotionally charged as versus like other signs, mm-hmm. but like having like a restless energy, like not being like being structured, but not being super routine, yeah. um, stuff like that. And like needing to travel. Um, so stuff that's not based on like how they make decisions. Well, and also logical, making logical mm-hmm. decisions, but not based as much on like how they process emotions. I don't know as much about that for Sagittarians. Just very emotionally like aware. Yeah. And like in touch with like what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I'm, I'm an emotional bitch. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, then maybe that's, maybe that you're yeah. true to your sign. You should do more research to see. I have a journal that I write my thoughts in sometimes. <laughs> true story. Really? I'm a pussy. Yeah. You have There's a journal? A- yeah. I don't even journal. I don't either. I don't ever want anybody to read it, so I don't write it down. Not like anybody's going to like break into my house and read my really? journal, but I don't ever want anybody to read that. No, no. I'm like 100% open book. So what's your deepest, darkest my... journal secret that you've just written down? <laughs> I, you know, I don't think I... The thing about me is I'm so upfront about everything. Mm-hmm. I, I To a fault, I think, which I think can be a weakness. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you're too... Like, I'm so open. About, like, unfiltered? Completely. Mm-hmm. Is that Andy's diary entry from Monday, January twenty third? <laughs> no, but, but, but not, but not even like a diary entry. It, 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 it's like it's like how I am in life. Like I just I say what's on my mind. I go with my gut. I you know I don't I don't I overthink things. But it's like basically like if you, like if you listen to the like our like Joe and I's podcast, mm-hmm. if you listen to Dirty Sports, they know my personal life. They know. They know my family. Like, yeah. they don't know shit about Joe because that's fine. He keeps the, he keeps more stuff close to his heart. Where I can talk about a crazy sex story or like my dad or so and so, and you know, that's what I mean by just being. But an open I think book. that's what also makes like your podcast really popular and successful is that you have that quality and it offsets really well with Joe, your co-host, because yeah. you are like the one that's known to the people that listen to you as like the more unfiltered, sure. um, open one. And sometimes Joe will bust on you for it mm-hmm. and other times he won't. But if you were both closed off or you were both like that, it, would, it, it wouldn't work. Yeah, like well. I'm, like yeah, I'm a, a huge fan anyway. of Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how he made his career. Absolutely. Right. So... You know, I mean, he's a, he was, it was a game changer in that way. Yeah. And so like for me, if I got an issue or something, like it's tough for me to, it's tough for me to say, okay, this is what you're going to talk about. And here's this, the line. Yeah. This is personal. This mm-hmm. isn't. And you know, I mean, that's the beauty of doing podcasts is we get to talk about whatever we want and say whatever we want. And we don't have like some other higher power like yeah. raining down on you. Like when I worked in news and stuff where you're like, oh no, you can't put yeah. that story out there you can't write that story and you have so much filtered on you this is the beauty of what we do i mean that's why we started the podcast too because it, it's a space for like we both love sports and like i'm a comedian rachel's a tv host but there's not as many outlets for like women to talk about sports or mm-hmm. to have that space and also be like somewhat unfiltered you know sure. yeah. so if for nothing if for no other reason if it's never you know, like a top 50 podcast, which I, I hope it is at some point. <laughs> yeah, that's the um, it's an outlet, if nothing else. Just, yeah, you know. it's therapy. Yeah. It is therapy. And then when people start to listen and appreciate that, that's really cool. So it kind of validates what you're doing. But I can also see how being super unfiltered can kind of create controversy or get you in trouble sometimes but it's i would say it's a better quality than not yeah you know to have like rules and or have a line that you won't cross like she knows i struggle with that on here like when we first started i was like oh my god i'm sharing some of these really personal dating stories and saying all this stuff and i was like having a little bit of a panic attack about it like oh no i'm like 
going too much unfiltered in my world because I'm just not used to that in my day job as the exact opposite is like no one cares about what you're doing like my personal life and hosting in the news so I'm getting better yeah and as like the comedian one and like you know writing bits that have a lot to do with my personal life and you know good parts of it parts where I've had to overcome adversity painful stuff that I'm probably traditionally more since we started you know not that long ago more of the unfiltered one just because that's what I'm used to I'm used to going further I guess with what I talk about and you're right and and our Callie Callie the is here and she's in a mood today Callie is in a mood I could see Callie my bulldog she's six years old and she gets like she gets um, she gets a resting bitch face Callie gets resting bitch face and um she really you loves just, men. So she loves <laughs> she just men, wants your but attention, Andy's Andy. here and she still has resting bitch face. What I, sign is Callie? Is she Callie's is she a good birthday match is October twenty fourth. <laughs> so I don't know what that is. Is she a Scorpio? Maybe. Oh, I think God. so. Right? Oh Girl. man, that explains a lot. I know. I don't know if she is or not. Or she's a Libra. Well, she's a Libra or a Scorpio, I can't yeah. remember. Either um, way. Um, whatever. We like talking about sports, so we should talk some sports. Um Do we want to talk about the snooze fast of the games yesterday? Uh, NFC AFC championships? What, I mean, are you th- what are your thoughts? My thoughts are this. The, the entire playoffs were snooze fast minus two games. Two games. And that is not good from a marketing perspective of the NFL. Yeah. And, you know, the ratings are down this year. And it's just, it's, I don't, it's just, it's not a, it's not a crisp game. And there's too many fucking timeouts and there's too many reviews and they got to clean this shit up because we all love football, but. There's a lot more that dictates the winner of a game now. Is that what you're kind of saying? I just, I just think it's, it's not a, it's not. When I say it's not crisp, it's like it takes too long. There's too much TV timeouts. Mm-hmm. It, it's like I shouldn't feel. Yesterday, I felt like is this game going to be over? I, I was bored. I should yeah. never feel that way. Yeah, I no, was, I was bored. But to be honest with you, like. I was expecting a lot more from like Green Bay because I that Dallas game was great. Yeah, you know? I mean that was the Super and Aaron Rodgers in the last like half of the fourth quarter was like that's exactly what you want to see in a playoff game, you know? And, yeah. And then they just got like fucking killed, and it was like boring. But I think yeah. that's tough, you know, as as a players and like as a team. I think when you go on that high mm-hmm. and you put so much energy in. It's tough the next week to bring it again, yeah. especially on the road again. Yeah. yeah. But Aaron Rodgers, I mean, that's why he's like known as one of those quarterbacks. You yeah. know, he should be able to do that. But I, I was most excited for that game. But I like don't really like watching the, the, for the second game. I don't really like watching the Steelers play. I never have. I think it's so boring. Mm-hmm. I've always found them to be a boring team. Low scoring. Yeah. Um, they've had their years when they've had they've been more offensive, but they're well, you know they're a defensive team and they're yeah, boring. Yeah, but I'm gonna completely disagree this year because they have. I'm shocked. They no, <laughs> they have Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, right. the best running back in he, the game. No, I would I would agree with the you last there. Half of the game? So he was out most of the game. Yeah. I mean, even though he's fucking suspended for the first like three to five games of every year, he's still the the best Which, running back by in the way, game. Is another point. Kids smoke weed because <laughs> I mean that motherfucker smokes weed and he's patient. He's yeah. relaxed in the hole. He's the most dynamic player. So you have him and you have Antonio Brown. They have yeah, I mean you have the best. The I mean he's arguably the best wide receiver. And so my point is you have weapons. They right. just they just yesterday. Yeah, I mean they didn't deliver. Don't bet against Belichick. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, you I'm not even talking about Brady here. Bill Belichick is a fucking genius. Yeah. No, he is. Nine. This is their ninth time or no, something like that? No, I think it's, like their, it's their seventh. Seventh Super Bowl. Seventh, seventh Super Bowl. It's ridiculous. And they've won, what, five or four? They've won four. Four. So if they win the fifth, that'll be a record for Brady. That'll be a record for Belichick. You know, there's a lot of Tom Brady haters out there, and I'm sure you have an opinion. I'm just guessing. But... Um, I actually wouldn't mind if they won because, first, I don't really care who wins. I think it'd be neat if Atlanta won, too, just because they've never even, like, been in a Super Bowl. But, um... Well, they, they did in 1998. They never won a Super Bowl is what I okay, meant to say. Gotcha. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, but with she Brady... what that's like. Yeah, with Brady, yeah, um, I think he's... Like, trying to overcome some misconceptions and all that bullshit with, like, Roger Goodell. And I just think it would be, like, a little bit of a slap in the commissioner's face if they won. Yeah, especially like since legit, Brady legit missed won. the first four games of this season and they're still in the Super Bowl without What are your thoughts, so Andy? what the well, hell? I think, I think everyone's saw it. doesn't matter. I mean, I mean... They're so good. The thing is, okay, okay, when you get to the level of... Any career, think about it. When you, when you get to the level of a Tom Brady, where you've, you've won a title four times, which is tied for the most all-time with Joe Montana. So whatever line of work, you, you, you're the highest level yeah. of your field. You look for things to motivate you, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, take anything. I, I don't know. T- take billionaires or take you know, actors who are at the top of the game. What's going to motivate you? Roger Goodell teed up his motivation. I know. That, that's yeah, what's that so, makes, yeah. That's what's so crazy. It's like, dude... You know, I, I used to read things. They, they say, like, Michael Jordan, when he, when he was at the top of his game, mm-hmm. he would, like, mentally try to psych himself that people were still saying he wasn't that good. It's yeah. Because you have yeah. to play these mind games. And basically, like I'm saying, Roger Goodell, he did it for him by saying, fuck you. And now, that's you're right, that's all he cares about. Yeah, and that's what I think is... It's interesting being on top like that, too, because you don't really think about it, it, it in that way where you have to, like, do different, like, tricky things to motivate yourself to still be the best after you've been the best or you've won the most or whatever. But it, have, winning a fifth Super Bowl, for sure, for Tom Brady will, like, shut anybody up that is, like, still oh, talking yeah. shit. Yeah, but I also think he's playing better than, I mean, the best he ever does, yeah, like, this year. Yeah, he's peak, for sure. Yeah, and the cool thing is, like, people are talking about, like, Julio Jones and... You've got like all these weapons with Matt Ryan, but what Tom Brady does is he just turns like nobodies into weapons, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, well, you know? their, their system is, you know, again, I think Belichick's the greatest coach ever. Mm-hmm. Argue Brady, Brady in a way is debatable. I was always, by the way, a huge Brady fan. Like, yeah, like, I, I'll be honest, I'm rooting. I'm one of the few who actually wants them to win. No, I want them to win. I think a lot of people do. With either winning, and but like, you know. Belichick's gone fourteen and six without Brady. Like he's won seventy percent of his games when Brady was either was suspended or injured. Mm-hmm. So I mean that shows this guy, he, he can win with basically garbage men. I mean right. it's, it's amazing. Not yeah. just Brady. It would be Brady cool helps. to have Belichick. Do you think Belichick will retire soon, or do you think he'll continue no to way. coach for years? Why would he's, he's he retire? A he would not retire. Well, it would be he really know what to do. It would be no. really cool to see him coach for years and years post Tom Brady just to see what that looks like that you know because cool. that would be really yeah. what I love a telling about story Brady is like he's just got this level of cool calm collected for the most part like all the time because he, he meditates and shit and whatever and like when you compare him to Aaron Rodgers who lost his mind in the last half of that game yesterday's game like Rodgers was not cool calm and collected and it just really? I, didn't you see him flipping out on the sidelines and like pushing that he yeah, pushed one of the players yeah, Brady, Brady, Brady does that all Brady, Brady's known for being a, a, a yeller yeah, all the time too. but like Rodgers you could see the 
flip switch in his eyes. He was not cool. He's par- he, he has Dr. Stanley in three not. years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if you can compare the two of them to... You can in, to some degree, but I think... Like Rogers is known for also doing what he did in the Dallas game. Like that's what he's known for. And I've always loved about Tom Brady is that he like got drafted in what whatever like the eighth round. And then when you look at the physical makeup of like a Cam Newton versus him, he's like the smaller guy. But it just goes to show that it's all up here. You know, it's all in in your brain and how smart you are and how much you understand how it's to racist, read a defense. It's totally racist. <laughs> okay, I wasn't comparing him to a black person. Yeah, yeah you were. I was saying Black Lives Matter. This is 2017. <laughs> God all right, Ben Shannon. Roethlisberger or something oh, like whoa, I don't know. Whoa. Like I'm just I'm just don't making think that's like white trash. I don't think you compare those two either. <laughs> I'm making the point of I know what you're the, saying. The, I'm just being a dick. Yeah, I know you are. The physical makeup. <laughs> of the quarterback like he doesn't look like somebody who should be a quarterback to some right. degree okay I want to ask He's you guys very pretty. this sure. would you rather have sex with Brady or Aaron Rodgers Brady hmm. 100% all day long Tom Brady He's, he's a Stetson I man. I think Aaron Rodgers, because of the girlfriend he's currently dating, Olivia Munn, is a little bit freaky. So I think he would be a lot more fun to have sex with. I've heard they're both gay. Both. No. Yep. Wah. Yep. No. Who did you hear that from? I can't reveal my sources. National Enquirer? Nope. <laughs> both really? of them are gay? Well, you know, Aaron Rodgers' gay thing has been going on forever. Well, yeah. I've heard from a I've good, good source within Hollywood that I used to work for. I'll just say that much. Okay. Wow, that they're both gay? Yep. Really? Like, just who have you heard, like, for real gay or just, like, played with boys every once in a while gay? <laughs> like, they're both like, gay. Like, prefer, like, D over P kind of a thing. Yeah. Wow. 100% of the time. I just I'm heard that. I'm shocked. I heard that. Why would, like... She doesn't surprise me as being a lesbian at all, either. Who, be Olivia Munn or Giselle? Yeah. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, his yeah. girlfriend's Olivia Munn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought He's, you were saying that they're both gay. But why'd you guys say Giselle? Because Tom Brady's married to Giselle. Yeah. Well, oh, you're saying Olivia Munn's gay and Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is gay. Oh, God, I, thought you I, were, I thought you were saying Tom Brady I was gay. I thought you said Tom Brady was gay. I was, was like, gay. what? No. That's why we both freaked the fuck out. I was saying Aaron Rodgers <laughs> and Olivia Munn. Oh, oh. Because I'm like, I don't think Tom Brady's oh gay. Oh my but god! I was like, I've never heard this Tom need, Brady rumor before. I need more information. <laughs> I mean, he's prettier than Aaron Rodgers, so but I don't think he. He doesn't. I mean, neither of them strike me as having gay mannerisms, but that's not the telltale sign always. Well, that, you know? I think this now the, the oh, I don't care if Aaron Rodgers is gay because I already picked Brady anyway. Right. So. I don't. I mean, whatever. This is like a hypothetical game of who would I sleep with, but it could I, be real one day. You never know. Hey, it could be real. It's it fun could to be play fun. Those games, they could right? listen it to could our podcast. Be a no, no. with Olivia Munn and Aaron Rodgers. I'll take it. Okay, She's okay. hot as fuck. Do All right, that's whatever, the, that's the end answer then. Yeah. Okay. Do women? Because I feel like it's more of a guy. Do women think like, oh, I'd love to sleep with? I feel like that's more guys like, oh, like about girls they want to fuck. Like just in life, or like in what do you, what mean? Do you mean? What put it Wait, into context? It like, like celebrity, like like we're talking about celebrities. Oh. We're talking about yeah, athletes. we're talking about athletes, celebrated athletes. Yeah. So do you mean like when we watch them play, or like what do you mean exactly? Yeah. Um, Really. I don't know. I mean, if they're super hot, like I've always thought Mark Sanchez is super hot, so I always said I would hook up the, with him. The dirty Sanchez. Yeah. <laughs> dirty But like, I mean, I've only like thought that in certain would, situations. Would you, would you be his butt fumble? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. 
Um, Shannon, I'm going I to don't know. run my face into your ass. I don't know why I gave I liked him better when he was a I, I know, right? No fool, can, can I run my face into your ass and nick your butt? Uh, you you, you sound like somebody from like a fucking food truck. <laughs> um, if I, I think he was more attractive when he was an eagle, though. Because I think he's a, he's a good looking guy. No, yeah, he's he really is. good looking. He went with, out with Eva Longoria. I mean, he like pulls hot chicks. Like yeah. I don't think anybody would disagree with that. Did you that. ever see the video of him in Napa with those two hot girls? No. That came out a few years ago. No. He's all like fucked up, and he's in Napa Valley with like these two like just <laughs> just beautiful girls, and uh, like it it's getting real. I, I I forget they started fooling around. Like they were making out. I don't. But it's basically like threesomes about to happen, mm-hmm. and he's in Napa Valley, and they're all drunk. Who's taping this? Yeah, like one of the girls. Oh, one oh. of the other girls. And then it just goes. You know, you know how it goes. Yeah, Boom, hits social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really look at like sports or. It watch probably games would have been a bigger deal if he wasn't a second string quarterback. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know. What does that say about me? I'm like, oh, did you see the video? Yeah. And we're like, like, no. no. <laughs> we don't. So yeah. I guess yeah. That yeah. Your the question. bigger question is, how did you find? that video yeah. since it clearly wasn't a mainstream video you know he's just are up you, late at night like are you sure Googling you're not the things? source for the aaron Rodgers gay thing i i <laughs> sucked off aaron Rodgers. it's you, you know what if you first, did people. congratulations yeah. i mean he did win a super bowl so yeah. listen good for you he, he used this relaxed line on me <laughs> oh my God. i was tense then anybody can kiss you and know what a successful dick will taste like oh that's there that's how go. it works yeah mm-hmm. okay. that's good what you know. know yeah, yeah that's how i'll we use know. that yeah. Oh my God. No, I don't like don't watch sports in constantly. I was in love with Neil Kotz, who played for the White Sox when I was like younger. He was a like a relief pitcher, and I we had season tickets that sat right behind the bullpen, so I got to stare at him all game. And I was like, I secretly wanted to marry him, but he got married. So you're that's right. You're White Sox. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like a I'm a big baseball. I'm more like turned on by the baseball player type of guy than those like super gross muscular football players. I can't. I can't. I can't get into well, the, it. Well, the, ba- the just even the sport, the baseball player is going to be just more of a laid back personality. Yeah, but I, I mean, know. I think just like anything else, if somebody's and... attractive, and there is like a certain level of like, you know, when somebody's like a really good athlete and they're attractive, that's like a power Bonus. thing. It's like yeah. way hotter, you know. Sure. Like nobody's looking at the third string like ooh, as unless no. he's like when he's it, the same as if when he starts a game and he plays really well and he is the same level of like attractiveness yeah. that makes sense you know gotcha. like yeah. you know Jared Goff or whatever however you say his last name for the Rams like he kind of sort of looks like Ryan Gosling but like not really just like the Rams are like kind right. of a football team Here, but not really here's what Jared Goff is so. he's uh He's Ryan Gosling with just a touch of the downs. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if you watched Hard Knocks on HBO. Yeah, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. He didn't know where the sun set. I'm yeah. sorry, what? Yeah, so he's oh not God. a bright... He's directionally challenged. Yeah, and we're talking <laughs> about a guy who went to Cal, which he... is a really good school. Yeah, obviously. well, I mean, that doesn't mean anything if you're an athlete. An athlete. And then sure. did you see all this other promotion they did for the Rams when they moved here? They have a TV show on E! I don't have cable, but I travel a lot, and I was flipping through, and there's some, like, and the Ella... LA NFL players wives and like they followed a bunch oh, of the God. players and their wives when they moved to LA from oh, St. Well, Louis happened next. and it was the most boring horrible TV show I have ever seen to just, Andy's prom- yawning yeah, just to yeah, promote sorry, excuse me. the Rams uh, yeah, like the they went hard to try to promote the Rams here and it just flied. I think it failed well I mean a reality TV show about their wives is not a good way well, to do it and the players they show the players like working out but in the see, gym see here's the problem we know this living here and I've said this forever on our show LA, this is the entertainment capital of the world. This is this yeah. is a city of stars. So it didn't matter if the Lakers sucked ass last year. They still Kobe Bryant. 
Yeah. So so you have the Rams, and their stars are Who? Jared Goff and Todd Gurley. It's like no. those aren't you need, you need a sexy name like you know somebody's going to attract attention. Yeah, and even like with their new hiring of their new coach. Yeah, do you think that's going to pull in people? No, you need you need to just basically you need to overpay and say, hey, John Gruden. Yeah, we're going to pay you fifteen million. It's some insane number to be our head coach. But you know they don't give a shit, and the owner doesn't give a shit. Stan Kroenke, mm-hmm. and it sucks because we're now stuck basically here with two shit teams. Yeah, yeah. I know. What do you think about San Diego now coming here? I, I the reason it's so it's annoying. Yeah. Fucking traffic. I mean, if nothing it's else, it's gonna be terrible. <laughs> well, see, it's already. You see, know. I don't. I don't care about that. Here's my thing. LA doesn't have a team for twenty years. Yeah. Right. The second biggest market in the country. We don't have a team. LA needs a team, as we know. Mm-hmm. It's good for all pro sports when the big markets are good. Yeah. So it's good for pro sports when LA's and New York's and Chicago's, when the big cities sure. have good teams, it's mm-hmm. just good for the game. So now you suddenly have two teams We're the worst. that want to combine nine games between the two teams last year. It's a fucking disaster. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, it is. You know, if the Raiders came here because they're new and they're young and they're going to be good for yes, years. they tried that for five minutes. But now they're going to Vegas. But they would have been great here. They would have probably. They were been here right once here. before. Yeah, but okay. They would have been better now. Walk outside. You don't see any Rams gear. You'd be like, yo, fool, no. I'm wearing the Raiders, bro. <laughs> like you're wearing a Rams gear though, yeah, Andy. Because I'm a white dude. That's my <laughs> that, that's my point. You walk outside, I notice every time like I go for a run or anything, I, I try to keep track of how much Raiders gear. Mm-hmm. They don't even know the Raiders left. It always right? has been that way too. <laughs> you true. know what I mean, and this is a really weird way, but what put the Raiders on the map for me when I was like a little kid and didn't know much past the Eagles at a certain point growing up was um, when I got into gangster rap, like then you know. Mm-hmm. Like late '90s gangster yeah. rap, and like and you know, Ice Cube Ice and Dr. Dre, they're yeah. all wearing Raiders gear, and you're like, why do they all love the Raiders so much? And like, it actually put it on the map, you know, which is pretty consistent with the following, or the at least the stereotype of the following in Oakland. And that's not racist; that's just true. Yeah, it's all right. You can be racist. It's not racist. <laughs> it's just true. I'd really love to know the reasoning why they decided to really go to Vegas, and that they did not want to really make the effort to come to LA. Well, they it's probably too late. Well, no, they did. Well, no, they did. They Last wanted year. to come to LA. They wanted, right? They had the dual stadium, which would have been in Carson. It would have been. Maybe they didn't want to share. It would have been Rams, Raiders. Mm. Yeah. And the NFL then instead went with. Or I'm, I'm sorry. It would have been Raiders, Chargers, which is weird because they're in the oh. same division. Yeah. But the NFL said they wanted to do the Inglewood plan, so they tried. I mean, look. Don't get me wrong. The mental image. Of a guy walking through the Bellagio with spiked shoulder pads and face paint, <laughs> I fucking love. Yo, man, let's go swimming in the water fountain, bro. Like, no, wait, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. That's not the Javier, pool. Javier, like, That's no. Not the pool. <laughs> so I love that, and I will for sure go to games because I think it's hilarious. But yeah, it's just we're at we're at a new a new age, a new world. Right. I mean the. I'm super pumped. I don't love Vegas anymore because I go there so much for work. But I am so excited. Well, will the, if the Raiders, if everything goes through, will they be there next season already? Or no? They'd no. make the decision in March. Would yeah. be two seasons we have to wait but for But they them? said it's pretty quick after that, I think. Yeah. Well, either way, I'm going to Vegas just for like a football hockey weekend. I don't like. Think... I want to see a hockey game because they're going to have their new hockey team, and I sure. want to see a football game. And I don't want to go see any shows or anything. Those are you my shows. You don't want to see another one of those stupid Cirque du Soleil shows. No, <laughs> I can't. I saw Britney already. I'm done off the bucket list. Like I can't. I saw one in San Jose once. It was actually pretty good. Yeah, they're really good. I lived there for the two same. years. So. Uh, what in Vegas? Yeah. Oh, God, how did you live there? 
Uh, I can barely go there for more than 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I, I moved there. My first job after college was, uh, was teaching in Vegas, so... Yeah. Teaching oh, what? Oh, that's right. You were a teacher. I taught I always high school English. Oh, wow. A bunch of, a bunch of fucking gangbangers How and the shit. fuck did you go to college in St. Louis and end up teaching high school in Nevada? That's just like... Like, how'd you find that job? Yeah. Well, here's what happened. So <laughs> I... Are the only people hiring? <laughs> did you follow a girl to Vegas? No. I started doing stand-up in college. Like started like you know i fucking out the open mics i did a few spots and my my professor at the time was telling me that i should learn uh improv so at the time vegas they don't have it anymore they had a second city out there and he's like dude oh i didn't know that yeah everybody was moving to like vegas was literally getting so many people he's like they're doing a massive teacher hiring you know right now and he and i was like at that point i was like looking well, at what, what was driving that i'm just curious massive teacher hiring do you remember well their the, school system is a chit show it's, it was, it's clark county school district is like the fifth largest in the country also everybody was moving there okay that's the thing because of the migration the the population, yeah. so when i got hired too. i was one of two thousand new teachers hired oh my god two thousand new teachers just for that 2005 2006 school year so yeah so basically i had never thought of vegas and he's like dude you're that much closer to la like if you're not ready to make the leap and then, uh, yeah, basically I got hired and I had, I'd never even been to Vegas. I went out there and I checked it out. And <laughs> next thing you know, I'm living in Vegas. Did you it, like it? I mean, yeah, when you're 23 and single and... Oh, then, yeah, Vegas is a blast. I mean, it was... You know, we had a group of friends, like teacher friends. I mean, it was, it was weird. It's a fucking... It's a show. Because yeah. it was like a very incestuous group because... We had like a big group of guy and girlfriends. Like everybody's hooking up with everybody and everybody's partying and... We would rage so hard when that bell would ring Monday morning <laughs> after that weekend. I'd always be like, oh, I hate my life. It's almost like you're the one that's still in school, you know? Yeah, you no, just continued college. And I, and I would, you know, people forget about Vegas is that you think strip, you think all that. Obviously, when you become a local, so You know speak, more beyond that. But everything is still 24 hours. People forget that. So even the bar that I could walk to across the street from me, and I, when I used to party, like... I'm the type of guy who needs to be told to stop. So all those nights, 6 a.m. all the time. And then you're no whole Even day on shot. school nights? No, right. not on school nights. Like I was, you know. <laughs> right. You were like, a, yeah, you were like he's somewhat still responsible. Some, yeah, he's I mean, West Point. He's yeah. still got a little bit of responsibility I'm like, in even there. on school nights? <laughs> yeah, but it was, it, was, it was fucking nuts. Like, like looking back now, I ended up doing like 22 months there. Looking back, I'm like, how did I do basically? It sounded like prison. I did 22 yeah, I did months 20 there. <laughs> <laughs> I did my time and they got the fuck out. I did my time and I'm like, I'm on to well, LA. See, the problem with Vegas is Raiders that Vegas fans. isn't pretty. That's the whole thing. Like, I, I would be interested just to like know what it's like to live there and like, because I've only, you know, of course, I've only ever like been on the strip. Like, that's my only reason for see, I going there. I Vegas is pretty. I love the, the mountains. desert. I love the mountains. Well, I guess if you like the desert, then yeah. Not a big desert city or whatever is like. 40 yeah. minutes away there's a lake and what's that lake over there there's Absolutely. like a no I don't know yeah I think no that's, that's Arizona yeah that's Arizona okay well there's uh, like a lake and like people go boating in the summer Lake Mead yeah yeah Lake Havasu is like the spring break yeah. slutty oh, yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's where that's all like the chicks from Nebraska and oh, Iowa do like yeah. weird, gross things. Like, I think the Real Housewives of Orange County go there too. Why you? Why you gotta diss the Midwest like that? 
Because that's the primarily that's primarily who's going there. He's Whatever, doing... you're not from Nebraska. I know. But Why the... are you getting offended <laughs> you for care? chicks from Nebraska and Iowa? Come because, on. Because girls on spring break, it doesn't matter where they're from, they do gross and slutty things. No, that's not true. Oh, that's really? not true. No. I've gone on spring breaks and I've not uh, done gross and slutty things. What are we talking about I've for gross and slutty? I've not done gross things. I've done slutty things. I'm not done either. <laughs> well, like a guy peeing on you? Like, what? Like, oh, my God. I, I want to get to the Listen, bottom. Listen, Donald Trump is not at this conversation. I mean, table, I just okay? got, like, drunk and hung out with my friends i didn't like do anything gross but, what, but that's what i'm saying what is gross i want to know like what's the definition like like of, havasu is like like orgy type stuff yeah and like and like that and you made a blanket statement that everybody's every chick does that slutty stuff and i'm like no i think like havasu is like a beyond like there's like venereal diseases in that lake just swimming around <laughs> that's what that's you what put fucking, your toe in there you got herpes that's kind what of penicillin's thing. for but I'm just gross. saying that that's <laughs> that, so but that's not how it is everywhere. I don't think. I think it's just like where you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, like different levels. You know what I mean? Like I For went to sure. Key West and it was like super tame, but it was right. super fun because it's such a yeah. cool place. You know? Yeah. Um, so I don't I have better short. Stories. I think what you mean, like people go to like Havasu, like don't get out much. They don't get to like rage. Like they the don't fucking get to, like, Ozarks of Arizona. Ah, like, the old Ozarks. Yeah. That's where my fraternity oh my used to go for our formals. Really? Did you go there? Lake of the Ozarks. I yeah, because it's not far that. from yeah. where you went to school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How are the Ozarks? Do you ever go there? Yeah, we'd go. That's what I'm saying. We'd, <laughs> we'd go for our formal. Oh, you? And I thought you were talking about it? like other people used to go there. No, I mean, I mean, for our fraternity, it would be a lot of fun. I mean, like I'm trying to think what I can remember. Uh, yeah, I was always the naked guy. Go figure. There's always a naked guy. I've you're, actually we talked about guy. that. That's There's good. always a naked guy that you remember from like high school or college parties. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he was the naked guy. Like in yeah. college, mine, mine was named John Wuffle. And it was like to this day, it's like, do you remember John Wolf? I'm like, oh yeah, he was the naked guy. I think I should bring that back. Were you the naked? Yeah, so you, bring when it people back. say Andy Ruther, they're like, oh yeah, that was a naked guy. Yeah, that was one of one one of many things. But yeah, I they I, don't talk about naked guy a lot anymore. But there always was one. But see, yeah. I still like to they're do fun. weird things too. Like if I just meet a girl, <laughs> okay. like like for example, like you're still naked guy. Well, no, like let's say I literally meet a girl and I don't know her that well. I have no I have no problem sending her like a mangina picture just to like gauge where she's at on my level of weird. So, so that's what uh, that's what naked guy does 10 years later we should do like a special on naked guy as an adult <laughs> yeah weird man <laughs> sending manginas well okay let's think about it. if we go uh, let, let's say i don't know you we go on one date mm-hmm. and what do you mean you don't know me no, no you're saying hypothetically. Oh, oh, I, I thought you said okay hypothetically okay i don't know you we meet on let's say bumble okay we, we go on a date we're like date goes well we're cool I send you a picture of me doing a mangina in front of a mirror. Are you like, what the fuck? See, I know if this girl is like, okay, I'm into this weird fucking shit or like, dude, you're a lunatic. After date, like that that same night or after date like one, after date one, date one the next day. Um, I would say, <laughs> I would probably say thanks. Bye. Well, I would, okay. I would probably take That's it as a, a weird, on. Like a weird, uh, like you just want to have sex with me thing, and so really a yeah. mangina picture. Well, because you're naked in the picture, so my balls and dick are tucked between my legs. Yeah, I don't know. I can't say. It depends. <laughs> well, it depends actually, on how comfortable we get on the date. Like if right. it's something that's established on the date, it's very situational. I guess is my answer. Blanket statement: No, I, I don't think I'm into that. But I think if we, if if like. The, we were very comfortable on the date and that's like the kind of stuff that you like revealed about yourself and like I liked it then yeah I, 
<laughs> but she has to like it. But I have to like it. But yeah. I think the first thing I would do would be. To I think it's a little that. early. It's a little early. Save it. I would yeah. save that picture and I would send it to because, all my girlfriends. Because it's a bit of a. <laughs> that would be the first thing I would it's, do. They'd all masturbate. To but it. it's a. Yeah, of course they would. That's what girls do. But it's a bit of a punchline. <laughs> so maybe save it for when it's going to hit harder. You know what I mean? Like when no, they know you a little bit more. That's not the end of your to move, ladies. Oh my well, God. I mean, you Is know. That I'm just, single? You know what I'm actually doing this year? I, you know, I, this is a perfect. You're time. retiring the mangina. No, oh. that will never be retired. You're gonna okay. make like a bat or something. I, this year's all about jerking off for me. So, so, <laughs> no, no, no. Hear me out. Okay. So I, I've decided all I care about is my career, and I deleted all those apps. I don't care. Literally, I'm gonna try to do this. I don't care about sex. I don't care about all this stuff. I'm gonna just focus on myself and my career and not care. That's why I'm like. That's why I'm like. I'll just masturbate if I get fucking horny. That's only gonna last for so long. Bullshit. Though. I think I'm, I think I'm strong enough. Well, what is your <laughs> well, what is your experience been where you think it's that much of a distraction to have like a girlfriend or a woman in your life? Because like it, it sounds like that's what you think. No, 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 no. It well for the long. I'm trying to play the long game here. Okay. So the okay. long game for me is like I'd like to be able to support a family in three years. Okay, okay. that's a good goal. All right. So. I don't want to, and, and and this shit, the phone, mm-hmm. my thing is like this. They say, oh, you know, you can just play on, you know, Bumble while you're before bed or, you know, while you're on the toilet. No. It turns into, because I work from home, you know, it turns into two in the afternoon. You're having like I'm a sitting whole on my couch. Distracting. Right. So I'm just like, no, I want this year to just, I don't care. But you're right. That's a good point. Like, I want to see how long I can go. Oh, I'm intrigued. I want to see how long you go. Because I'm like in the throes of it now where I'll be coming up soon on like the longest I've gone without having sex. Which is how How long? long? Like a few months. Like how many months? What's a few? In recent memory, the longest I went after I had my brain injury, I didn't get laid for like three, three and a half months. So how long has it been like now though? It's been about two months that I haven't cared. Yeah. So. Hmm. Hold on. I wouldn't pass up sex, but I'm not looking for it at all. You're not looking for it. Okay. Well. But if it was at your doorstep. Yeah. Yes. No. But but I've I've resisted easy things that I could do, like mm -hmm. girls I know I can invite over. I've I've shot that down on my own. Like, don't don't do it. Don't be tempted. So here's my here's a question. So when you talk about getting off the apps and all that stuff it's because like the dating online dating seems distracting or it can be right but like but that's but that's not necessarily how you you'll always meet people right so what if you i guess my question to you is this year what if you met somebody like organically Mm -hmm. and they were like this awesome person would you say no i'm not like in the right place to date you right now no i'd be honest i mean you can't deny i think we all agree you can't deny your feelings if if if, if you hit it off with somebody yeah there's no point but i would be pretty honest too you know i don't want to it's it's kind of more about like me first yeah and i know that sounds like so like cliche no, but we live our life that way too, you know. Like you know, I'm like me first, career first. Like I've yeah. got to work way. on all these things. But yeah. I also think there's this argument to be made that like you, if you found the right person that you like can, actually came along, like 
it could actually be better for you. Like you sure. could ben- it could benefit you and she could support all the things you're doing. I have you know? a, and I always kinda go and back not take away from But from I've heard it. other guys say in variation like what you're saying, or other people, not just guys, um, about like I'm really focused on this and I don't have room for this. And I even was dating a guy for a little while, like uh, late last or I don't remember when it was like like six months ago or something who was like I really like you but like I'm just really focused on my career right now and I kind of said well I mean that if, if you don't want to like date anybody then that's fine but that either you just don't like me that much or that's bullshit because I think you can have both and you yeah. don't get on like you so it was just a different thing it was just sure. that the excuse that person used which annoyed me because I'm like I'm very straightforward when it comes to that stuff mm-hmm. but I was also married once I don't know if you know that and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so when I was like building my career for this corporation I worked for like in my early 20s I really felt like I was in a really good relationship with my ex-husband at the time because we had many years that were good and I felt and I and I knew at the time and I look back on it now and I'm like that only helped me get further in my career Mm -hmm. because I had this like person that was very supportive of me that was like you know it just I I don't I I I was also like in a different place in my life and I was like younger and probably like more codependent and like scared and stuff but I definitely think it only enhanced how far I really took it because I had this like really stable like home with somebody in it that like supported me and like did all you know we like did all those things you need to do for somebody like physically and emotionally when they're like pursuing something that makes sense so in my opinion like that's where I get confused when people say that only because and that's the only reason why I bring that up mm-hmm. is because I'm like does it mean that you can't have both because I I mean I think, think you can. can yeah but it's like but I understand sometimes you want to stay really focused and you can get distracted like what if you really like somebody and you're in the beginning stages of dating and it like kind of consumes your mind a little bit like sure. you like them that much that can be kind of well, distracting yeah, that's super distracting that's the part about dating that fucking annoys me because yeah. I, I don't like those distractions I like to right. stay really focused plus here's the other thing that always happens the minute you decide you're not gonna look for it or date you're gonna focus solely on your career is the minute that person is gonna walk into your I life know. and you're gonna be faced with I'm gonna like, like meet a girl at kickball someday when you kickball, like, she's like oh we're great mm. I'm like oh fuck you I can't do this that's always how it happens but, I know they say that and that's like really cliche and I'm not like a hopeless romantic cliche kind of person but like it happens and it's happened and like yeah I hope it happens for you because don't you want to be like happy and have all the things no for sure <laughs> I mean for sure you know, and you can like, still jerk off because you probably still will that's like a guy you know that's what guys do yeah you know I, no, I save my seed for my woman oh my god <laughs> yeah me sex and... is only for procreation <laughs> <laughs> oh god I, yeah. lots of tangents in this uh, I like in this it. show yeah should, um... we're, we're bobbing and weaving I know. We're That's about, how girls talk, right? Yeah. We just go from one thing to I know. Minutes. I'm like one of the girls. Hey. You are. But, you know, it's nice to, oh, it's always nice to have, like, a guy perspective when we talk mm-hmm. about all this kind of stuff, yeah. too, because it's like that's you know what kind of drives the world right like you yeah. know the dynamic mm-hmm. between men and women and all that stuff I just think like for me like I just did that cross country trip where I was just literally basically where'd just, you go just all over I drove back to Ohio and back from here to Ohio yeah. and back mm-hmm. so my thing was like I had one of my like I just turned 35 one of my like okay let's reflect on some shit like I kind of did the same thing at 30 you know where I want to be yeah that's good personally career wise and that's kind of where I came to this conclusion. It was like, you know, dude, like, I do want to have a family, and this shit is not cheap out here. Like, get your shit together yeah. for the next... And I've always been a hard worker. Like, I work my ass off. But, like, get your shit together for the next three years. Mm-hmm. What you need to do for your career. 
not and and it's funny because usually like you hear like women say this, but not that I'm trying to like force anything, but it's like if I settle down in a few years, cool. But if not. I want to be ready for it, if that makes right. sense. No, that no, I think that's a very mature outlook. Yeah. You know, and everybody's how they go about that is different. Sure. You're yeah. an emotionally aware Sagittarius, Andy. That's what you are. <laughs> good call. <laughs> Way to bring that back. That was good. <laughs> On that note, so um, one thing that um, getting back to like a little sports and you know, Andy and I are both comedians, mm-hmm. right? So one of the things Rachel so I did my first roast battle at the comedy store she two weeks ago. It. But I, I was like I've been did saying you win? I she did won. win, yeah. Yeah, and and um, I like have been trying to do it or not trying, but I've been like thinking about doing it and like working up the courage to it because I just love like the craft of it sure. for like a year and a half, and I finally did it. But as I was like in prep mode, um, we saw you at a party. I think it was in November, right? Um, yeah, at, uh, Jill's it, new moon. It was party. actually speaking birthday of astrology, party. it was a new moon it birthday new party, moon. quote unquote. You were all worked up. You too. I was were... not worked up. You were worked up. No, you were worked up. I basically said hi, and you no. were like blah blah blah. This yeah, is, this is exactly what happened. You, everybody. you got all worked up. <laughs> over the fucking policy. You got mad at me because I didn't vote for either of the main political candidates. I didn't get mad at you. You, you did. You were you, like, you, must, you wasted a vote. You wasted a vote. I, did, I, just said, I just stated my opinion on on that, but I wasn't like mad about it. You were pissed but off. But then you did you what a typical guy like, does and you're like, oh, you're like all like upset and pissed. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just telling you my opinion. They, they got very heated, everybody. If you couldn't tell, this is a little sampling of that discussion. And so we thought it would be perfect for you two to roast battle each other in our first ever sports roast battle. On, like, sports. Okay. On sports, on, like on, your sport, on your teams, on your sports. Go for it. Let's on do your- it. All right, welcome to our first ever sports roast battle on Playing With Balls. We are live with Shannon Lee, our Playing With Balls co-host, and Andy Ruther. He is the host. I'll show you who they are. We're on Facebook Live as well. Andy Ruther, host of the Dirty Sports. There's Shannon. And this is our first ever roast battle between the two. So who wants to go first? This is where sports roast battle. Sports roast battle. Kind of. Kind of. Where each person gets one joke, it's a one liner, and then I think I'll probably be the judge. We get like three or we do like trade like three jokes maybe or something. I I wrote three. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You can go first. You want me to go first? um, Ladies first. Okay. All right. And before we start. I just want to say that um, roasting an eagle is punishable under the the bald and golden eagle protection act. So just before we start roasting each other's sports teams, a Shannon, great job, Rachel. Fan. All right, great see, job, this Rachel. is what you're in store for, people. Stick to holding up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I never said I was a comedian. All right, a for effort. Go ahead, Shannon. Okay, ready? Yeah. Okay, here's my first joke. Since Andy's been in L.A., he's pursued being a comedian with a sports podcast. He may not write good jokes, but so far his career certainly is one. Oh, snap! <laughs> oh, shit! All right. Shannon is from Philadelphia, which makes sense, because the Eagles have won as many Super Bowls as she's had successful marriages. Zero! Zing! Oh, that was pretty good. That wasn't bad. That was pretty good. So Andy is from Cincinnati, and the main difference between the Phillies and the Reds is the last Phillies World Series picture isn't in black and white. Oh, snap! (laughs) 1990 we won that shit! All right, this one's going to be terrible, but I'm going to do it anyway. Do it. Shannon got her degree from Clemson, which basically means she can spell the word 
Dabo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who won a national championship? Yeah. I hate him, by the way. Well, that's that's such a redneck dickhead. Oh my god, he just won. He won yeah, our first national championship since I've been born. All right, well that's for later. Okay, here's my third and final joke. All right. Okay, and this is my favorite one. <laughs> Andy recently worked on the Sirius XM show with Lance Bass. The only thing gayer than a member of NSYNC that gets rammed by dudes is the two weeks in 2016 when Andy pretended to be a Rams fan. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. I like that one. That's my favorite, too. I like it. I like that. Yeah, he's right. still pretending. This one is uh, this one's long and makes zero sense, but let's do it. Eagles fans are known for throwing batteries to players they don't like. Now, Shannon loves when the audience tosses batteries at her during a comedy set. That way she doesn't have to buy them for when she masturbates alone every Friday night. It's <laughs> pretty good. Very long. It doesn't make that much sense. Yeah, but hey, whatever. Wrong with it. A for effort. I mean, for having just written them, that's not bad. That's okay. not bad. Thank you. Should I, we do, I, do a tiebreaker? Do we want to do a tiebreaker? I don't have any other ones. Uh, <laughs> I could just right. read the rest she, that she, I wrote. She won. Hers, yeah, read them. Read them. I'll just read the rest of the ones that I wrote for funsies since okay. I already won. Um, but, but these weren't my best ones, so just keep that in mind because I think I use my best ones. Okay, Andy's loyalty to Cincinnati sports teams is sort of like any time a Reds player gets on base. Neither one of them know where home is. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad, right? I like That's it. pretty good. And then... Um, the only difference between Ruther's bandwagon team choices and a mosquito is that a mosquito will eventually stop sucking. And then... Good you left that one out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I told you I used my best ones. The last yeah. one I had was, the best way to keep a Cincinnati Reds fan from masturbating is by painting his dick Phillies red and white so he won't beat it in the postseason for years. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's not bad, actually. That's I could use that one. That's, 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 That's a good one. I think we should start a uh, sports roast battle themed one. It's pretty good. I yeah. think. Yeah, the, actually, that one wasn't bad. It was pretty good. The I'm going to I'm gonna have to give the, the W to Shannon because Woo. the Eagles have to win something. It may as well be this roast. <laughs> oh, oh, another Rachel. Another, another jab at the so Eagles. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys, for watching. Bye. That was uh, good. That was fun. That was really fun. did pretty yeah. good, I yeah, think. Yeah, I mean, for writing your jokes in five seconds, that wasn't bad. I really like that one with Lance Bass. I do, too. That, was, that good. was good. That was good. You guys are both really good comedians. Yeah. You you both came up with those jokes and delivered. Yeah. You know, I, I've... How was your experience? With the Rose Battle? Like, like, how did you feel? Were you nervous? Were you... I was really nervous. I actually had anxiety, like, all day. Just because, like, it is the scariest show. And I... It's kind of unforgivable, too. Like, if you do badly up there or you don't prepare, those judges will just fucking rip you apart, you know? Who was judging that night? Jeff Ross was judging. um, Rick Glassman. uh, Bert. I always forget Bert's last name. Bert... He's like a regular judge on it, um, Bert somebody. And then the guy who won the one on Company Central last year, Mike, I forget his last name, but he won like the whole thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, I forget his last name. I actually, and I should know it too, because I just listened to his podcast interview with um, Dean Del Rey, had him on, and he talked about the whole thing, but I forget. Um, I'll remember it as soon as like I stop. But Shannon w- was super prepared. I, I was really prepared, and... Um, it like when we did it because I'm a I'm a person who's never done it before. Like we had to book it in September, and then uh, our roast wasn't until like two weeks ago. It was wow. like January like 10th or 11th. Damn, or something. I didn't know the, the, 
the, the it's wait that is that popular. Well, now. it's getting so popular sure. now because it's on Comedy Central. Yeah. So, but the other thing is, is that since I've done it now, like I, like I want to do it again. Like I want to keep doing it. Yeah. Um, I'll get. I'm pretty sure based on like what I talked to them about that I'll get like booked again and it won't take as long. Now, how many jokes did you get to tell? Three. Three. And then you have a fourth one for like in your back pocket if you have a tiebreaker were you guys able to like riff on each other at all or no it, yeah okay. yeah so like when it so when you talk about like i had a couple comebacks prepared and i used one of them and it wasn't my actual joke so if you if you really count that a comeback joke um because i anticipated some things he might say about me sure i really we're allowed to tell three jokes i really probably told four because okay. I did the comeback quick enough where it yeah. wasn't too long where I could, I tied a comeback to an actual joke. Mm-hmm. That okay. one I did about the... I can tell you what it was because it's it the was best so one. It was so good. So, she, you know who she roasted. Dave Neal. Dave Neal. He okay. has a Sex Actually podcast. He's also... Yeah, yeah, they yeah. called it the mirror image battle because they're like, these two people look alike but one's male, one's female <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And he told like a joke. I think it was like something like Shannon's from Philly and her nickname for her pussy is, is the it? cheese steak Cheese factory steak. but it didn't land it just didn't kill so I, that was where I used a, I used a comeback and I said like Dave your hair has more layers than that joke and that was my comeback and then I said Dave looks like the kind of guy that pulls his own hair during fucking and it just like so and it just it just hit really well because it was like in response sure and the, and so I tied a comeback so really that was like two jokes in there kind yeah, of yeah. so that I was proud of myself for doing that because in the moment it's like I have a lot of different things prepared. I don't just have three jokes. I had like six, mm-hmm. but it depended on like how he, which way where he went, went yeah. and then I had stuff to respond. Like I had one joke that I really liked, and I never used it. It was actually the first joke I ever wrote. It was my favorite one, but I didn't use it because I'd saved it for the tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. So yeah, would you ever do a roast battle? Yeah, actually, they uh, now that it's getting so popular. Uh, one of the dirt balls called in and it, there's on our dirtysports.com they want me and Joe to go against each other oh Joe's a good roaster he did the stand in New York yeah, yeah. I, here's the deal he definitely has way more ammo mm-hmm. on me right I mean I'm easy but just between the brain injury the Lance Bass thing like I'm very open like like I would have to dig off some stuff but yeah I, I mean it'd be fun but I knew we, we said on our show like kind of what you said like I knew I didn't know it was as bad as what you said with the weight but I told him I was like guys you can't just like get up there mm-hmm. it might not be as long of a wait has Joe ever done it before no well be mostly because I was like an unranked person sure but I would say like so I know my next one's not going to be as long. So if you did one or he did one against somebody else, mm-hmm. um, like in my position where like, I, and I'm not saying that you and I like, or certainly not Joe or I like go against each other, but like I would get, you'd get booked sooner sure. and then you could then battle do that, per- that then person Joe yeah, or something. something like that. I mean, it'd be fun to do him, but like, it's funny. I, I helped him write some of the ones for Lachlan too. Yeah. yeah he crushed Lachlan. He, I watched that one. It was, yeah, he killed Lachlan. So like, I, I, uh, I like doing it. it. Like the thing is for me, I think I've been trained a lot just cause of, like running all those like Twitter feeds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like my day, every day I write so many one liners, especially for those sports accounts. And to me, it's, it's all it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even right now, like, you know, your jokes were like, okay, but like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you wrote them in five seconds, but yeah. you still like had a good structure to them, yeah. you know? Yeah. So you if know you have time jokes. to prepare, sure. that would be awesome to watch you guys battle each but other. I don't even know. Great. I'll be honest. I've thought about it since that call. Mm hmm. You know, there's certain things I could go. Like I said, he just has so much more for me to go at. Do you think that you would just do it anyway, and then maybe eventually, like maybe you guys do it I against do other it. people, and then just eventually? No, I would have no problem going against him mm-hmm. off the bat. Yeah. Well, what is what have you both come up with like collectively about that? 
we haven't really talked about it like oh, like okay. off air. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe this will spur some yeah. conversation. You guys should definitely roast. But each I mean, other. like I said, he he, I would have an uphill battle. I just know. Yeah, but you know well, him you as a, you're friends with your co-host, so you know stuff, and I, you know people who know things. Sure. And so I'm sure you could get some information. I, mean, I think Joe already like the role that you guys play on this podcast, and it's not like roles that you play; it's just like who you are and how you what your chemistry is like as co-host. Like it, it like he he but he busts on you sometimes, and so that's why I think like, and he also has experience with the roast battle, and he's. He's so he's got like some, you know, he's got a win under his belt, whereas sure. you don't. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like that, you your joke writing is really good, and so I feel like it would be a really good battle. I wouldn't, no. I wouldn't say off the bat he would win. I don't say it's yeah, I'm not saying he would. I, I just, I, I would give him like you for all the reasons you just said. I would give Prano an initial edge, but I, but I'm confident. Like the thing about me is I have confidence. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go up there like intimidated. Yeah, like, fuck no. Prano. <laughs> yeah, and you almost like can't do that. Like when I went up there, actually, Lachlan gave me some advice beforehand, and we were talking about it. And he was just saying, he said to me, "Do you have to win?" He just asked me, and I said, "No, I don't have to win." I said, "It's my first one, so for me, I just want it to be really good. Yeah, like I want the respect of like good joke writing, good delivery. Like I don't want to get crushed for like." being really bad and I'm like but I'm already like confident enough in like what I've written that I'm not gonna and he's like well then that's all that matters because when you go into it not having to win but just wanting like the respect of then it doesn't actually then matter if you win because the respect level is still the same but what it also does is it makes any joke against you completely roll off your back like you can't take it personally because you're not trying to win and I like thought about that because that was an initial fear of mine like oh my god what is my how am I going to take this joke face and I went up there and I wasn't phased at all. It was yeah. amazing. I was really happy about that. She what he said good. was good. Like he didn't say anything that got under my skin. Yeah, so. no, that would never bother me. I mean, yeah. I, I actually, they roasted me. I used to run a show on Fridays with Josh Filipowski in the belly room. Oh, okay. So we did, God, it feels like forever. It was forever. Like 2011. When he was in LA. Yeah. So we, every Friday we had a show at the belly room, which we loved. So that year was my 30th birthday and we, we they roasted me and uh at one at one of the shows at the belly room that <laughs> oh, night okay. so like you know I took it for an hour from yeah. some different comics and then like you know I was like I'm just like whatever like the thing is I can I can especially having you know I, I got three older brothers like yeah. I can fucking roll with the punch I've been getting shit on my whole life yeah yeah I you know I would venture to guess based on like Joe just going in like you guys just going in to book it and Joe like mentioning that he he already did one at the stand, which is also very like respected by yeah. the comedy star. Rose by the way, he destroyed Lachlan in that. For the record, he did. Yeah, totally. L- Lachlan, that's not Lachlan. Lachlan doesn't thing. seem no. like he's no. he's too like mellow to be a, like. Yeah, you know, like Joe is biting. Like he really can. Lachlan like, can't go for the juggler. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Joe, that's like I think that's one of the things Joe's really good for. No, about. it's true. Yeah. And then when he told me he was roasting Lachlan. And he didn't like say, "Can you?" I got excited. I was like, "Dude, let me let me send you." Some. I, was, I was like, "Let me send you some jokes. Let me send you some jokes." Yeah, so you're gonna destroy him. But I mean, I guess my point is, I don't think it would take you guys that long to get in because he already has like a little bit of a history. Sure. You know, and as soon as you and I think with us being co-host on, you know, yeah, and you've oh, got yeah. like, that, and you've already, yeah, and, I think you've already got some things that make you, uh, you know, like we you, could put you know. Lance Bass in the front row. Oh my <laughs> god, yeah, they would love that. That would be awesome. You should make him a guest judge. They just had John Mayer on there oh, actually. They did? Yeah. Um, By the way, you, your dog is amazing. I've never seen a dog look at the at wall and bark. It's called I'm Not Getting Enough Attention. I'm here. And um, 
But but she I'm is. Here. That's what's confusing. I'm here. Well, she, I've been petting her for this whole episode. To, there are I'm times here. during the podcast where I'll literally literally let her just like chew on my arm. Give me that bone. Is um, the bone over there? Yeah. And well, we're wrapping up soon yeah, anyway. So should, uh, Callie, yeah, Callie's. I, know, I already knew. I called it though before we even started. She was going to be in a mood tonight. That bone is so, so one of the gross. things we do is <laughs> so we tell gross. baller stories. We were telling you this before, just like cool stories about segueing into that. We do it on every podcast, mm-hmm. just about like cool like sports experiences. Like mine, one time was when I got to meet Brian Dawkins and like what I said to him, and that was. And I've already said it on the podcast, so I don't need to repeat myself. But just to give you an example, because he's my favorite football player ever. Okay. Um, or dating stories. Or dating stories. stories. Funny, cool, celebrity, whatever you want. Right? Yeah, like anything that like that's like a baller story that you would yeah. like categorize under like baller. You Not know, just like the TV show. Not no, like no having nothing baller. to do with the TV show, <laughs> which yeah. I watch, by the way. It's but thank you for clarifying that for Andy because I think he needed it. Yeah. <laughs> just making sure. Like, don't tell us a story about the time you met Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Well, I mean, you I could. Mean, that's kind of baller. I wish I met Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> the you. The but you, um, baby. I already know mine, so I can go first right. if you guys want, and then yeah. it maybe helps yeah, you. Go for it. Um, so just like I did in our roast battle. So um, <laughs> no, I so I went to Clemson as you pointed out, and yeah. so been there by the way. You have? Really? You've, you've been to Death Valley? I did a, uh, I, you know, I used to, I don't know if you know this, I used to perform at fraternities all over the country. No. For a couple years. I had my own company I started. Look at me, a little entrepreneur. Yeah. Uh, what did you do there? Like, how? what performances? So, stand-up comedy. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, I booked... Uh, <laughs> you just ran around naked. Yeah. I booked a fraternity, I forget which one. It's like 2009 or something. And uh, they booked in a huge auditorium. Uh, little John Coliseum, maybe? That's our basketball. No, 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 no. Like a 500 seat like auditorium, like electro, like it was way too big. Is the point? Like 30 oh, kids think, showed up. Oh, I think I know. It, it might be in our like. It might just be like in our theater building. Something like, like that. So that was the funny thing is like they booked in like a 500 seat theater. 30 kids show up. Oh, geez. Hey, I got paid. You know, you do what right. you do. Yeah. But was it beautiful, cool? It's a beautiful town. Yeah, it is. It. Um, I was surprised. I'm surprised too because. We have an outdoor amphitheater, it was like, like with a stage. Oh, maybe that's why. Okay, because I was gonna say we would usually have stuff like yeah. that there. Um, no, it's an awesome campus. I miss it so much, and it was like just a great experience going there. But also, like football was always like really big when I went there, yeah. and. Um, but, you know, we're ACC. We never went as far as we've gone in the last two years. So go, I went to Tampa two weeks ago, um, and I sat. I paid a billion dollars. It was, I'm like still like paying off this ticket. You should have used SeatGeek promo code Dirty. Get twenty dollars. Damn back. it! What for? That's the dirty it's one of our sponsors. Oh, Seeky. way to slip that in there. Yeah. <laughs> See how I did that? that extra pay? Yeah, I wish I would have known that because twenty percent off what I paid no, would actually be no, very significant. No, twenty dollars back. That's 20? it. Oh, I think twenty percent. Oh, okay. Big well, like one beer. Well, anyway, um, I, but I we sat. I sat in the um, sideline. Um, first row seat on the 20 yard line and I just thought to myself well if Clemson's ever going to beat Alabama it's going to be this year I mean it's going to be this game it has to be because I don't you know I don't see it happening after this I just whatever Um, even though we'll be good for many years but um, 
so I sat in like the fucking best seats ever and then they won and that was it was the best I mean <laughs> she I was, was on TV oh I was on ESPN, ESPN. I mean a really embarrassing um, national I was on national television and the clip of me was I look like I have Down syndrome seriously she was I'm making not even a kidding. little bit of an O face I mean too. I really was like it, she was like screaming it was so know? bad I looked so bad because I think I was just so into it at the time it was it's like one of the best games ever it really was Phenomenal. it really was and they, I mean I watched it probably 500 times on the plane home the next day on ESPN um, they just kept replaying and replaying and replaying it and they were comparing it to maybe that one game with Matt Liner when they played uh, the Rose Longhorns Bowl. that yeah. might have been up, not better, but like up there. I mean, it's debatable, but I mean, they've only had college championships since the 90s. Um, that's the clip. That's the yeah, clip we're showing Shannon. them the clip. And if it's you want to see the clip, it's on our Instagram because um, Rachel posted it when I was in Tampa. <laughs> I mean, I, come on, playing with balls was on ESPN. Let's just say I had to promote it. It's not the hottest I've ever looked, but you know what? Playing with balls was on ESPN. Total O face. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, that, so that was actually right. That was taken right during um, the the winning drive, but we hadn't yeah. scored yet. Yeah. So it was like every play mattered so much, and that's clear. Apparently, that's what I look like right. when that's happening. So. Whatever, that's like a lifetime bucket list experience that you yeah. got to have that so many people won't have. Like, you may not get that with the Eagles ever, but you got it with Clemson. You may yeah. never get that with the Rams if you're even still pretending to be a Rams fan. Like, <laughs> so she at least knows what it feels like to go to a like a championship game. Or, I mean, and your win, heart's really in it. You, like, you know? really care. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know it was mean? that's my baller story. I felt like a baller. We sat super close to all the sportscasters, so I was like, from this to that maybe a little further from that chair like 20 yards from like a from like Tim Tebow mm-hmm. so that was neat just because that's how like close we were and I was on the um, Jumbotron how many dudes was he fucking do like think he's times. still a virgin uh, no I think he's a gold Tebow's star gay. I just think he's gay it's a gold star what's that isn't that a gold star gay is a guy who's never had sex with a woman yeah that's a gold star gay yeah. that's right I should know that you I should knew know. I did Lance know that Lance would be so disappointed think, in Lance you right would now. be disappointed they did teach me that um, no I just think he's I just yeah. think he's I think he's just gay I mean I wasn't saying it to be braggy I was yeah. just uh, using the example of like that's how good my seats were they were really good <laughs> that's how close I was to Tim Tebow but Were you just by yourself no, no. Um, I'm like no <laughs> she just went all alone I don't know no um, I one of my um, best friends that lives here in LA also went to Clemson so and your we, brother went right yeah my brother didn't sit with us though oh. but yeah my brother flew in from Philly he's a big Clemson fan and his girlfriend and um, those were like my squad and then we met up with a bunch of people that we were friends with in school. Yeah. Squad. Cool. Yeah. yeah our I, crew. Uh, <laughs> mine's not nearly as exciting. I got to interview Carl Malone this past weekend, which was kind of neat. Mailman. Yeah. He is, well, obviously he's like a really tall guy, but um, he's <laughs> like, that was her observation. He, well, I mean, it's just like ridiculous. Like you forget when you like walk up next to somebody who's like almost he's like six nine you're just like oh right you're like i would never want to defend you in the nba he's such a redneck too so yeah so he's from louisiana and the whole reason so i was covering the shooting hunting and outdoors group oh god i don't even know if you want to get into gun control with ruth i know whatever his opinions are i I mean (laughs) What, like, what do you think the, they this are? This is all pro Second Amendment yeah. people, and it's actually like no, the, I think they're insane. But they yeah. like they're all right. I, I I will defend them to the death, having worked with these people because they are very serious about gun safety and very serious about like protecting sure. their Second Amendment rights. You but what, you either know what way, he's not safe. You know what he's not big about, by the way. Who? Carl Malone got a girl pregnant when she was like thirteen. 
I don't know that oh, story. Oh, wow. How do you know that? Oh, really? I know. This is You're full of random fucking facts. Google that shit. That's a fact. Okay. Well, he's he's come full circle, okay, <laughs> if you will. Oh, so he bur- got you pregnant <laughs> and you're not 13. Okay, he's come full circle. <laughs> no, so he's actually teamed up with um, this one armory company, Palmetto State Armory, and he did this all on his own accord. He's not getting paid or anything to try to help teach people about guns and gun safety. So and, now like, he probably going- cares about protection yeah exactly very funny yeah he does and he's uh actually really really serious about it and him and this other company that he's teamed up with they're gonna go to inner cities and try to teach kids about gun safety and what it means and that it's not just like a toy and i think that's pretty commendable because there's a lot of stereotype out there about it's just, very black and uh, white. Just yeah, it is. Just about these people who are into guns. Like there's just such a different public opinion of people unless yeah. you're in that industry. So they're trying to change that. But he was really nice, and, um, and that's his cause. Yeah, that's you what know? he's working on. I mean, he's retired. Everybody's like, got a yeah, cause. His you know. gun. gun. But he grew up in Louisiana. He told me safety. that he learned to shoot his his mother taught him to shoot a gun at the age of five, and him and his younger brother were out hunting at like six years old alone I, in Louisiana, I, which is like you know that's just part of that yeah. culture and lifestyle. Yeah. There. It's different, yeah. and it's different than what we're used to. And I think that's kind of why he's trying to you know just bring some education. But he yeah. was cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. What's your baller story, Andy? Um. I, one time I went to uh, I went to a private party at Kevin Love's house. Ooh! And that, so I so I used to nanny for a woman. Yeah, I was a male nanny. So teacher, s- male nanny. nanny. So I watched her six year old boy, and she worked uh, she worked at a gym for a guy named Gunnar Peterson. who's like a big oh, yeah. trainer, like all the Kardashians, oh, yeah, yeah, all, yeah. All, celeb trainer. Yeah, all the athletes. So she worked for Gunnar, and one of his you know amongst all the other people he trains was kevin love so she invited me to his party and it's so funny so we go i think it was actually i think it was kevin love's girlfriend she's an actress she's uh she's the, the female or at the time she was the, the female lead in uh, the first magic mic sound like you said an acura in, oh, oh wait, that girl wait who was she's like not she, a very the good bad actress, actress? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The bad actress the in female, Magic the, Mike. What was the female lead in whatever? Yeah, the he, blonde girl. Yeah, he was... No, she had brown hair. Yeah. Well, yeah, like... We, we, he was dating her at the time, and I think it was at her house. Okay. But here's the best part. So I show up, and like I said, it's a small... Her dad, like, produced that movie or exactly. something. That's yeah. why she, she got comes, in it. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. all yeah, yeah, yeah. So I show up uh, with Bree, who I used to work for, and... The first person we meet is Pete Sampras and his wife, and it's just so Holy funny. Shit. It's so funny because he's like, "Hi, I'm Pete," and like, you know me, like I, I don't give a shit. I was like, "Yeah, I know who you are." Like, <laughs> like, I'm Unfiltered like, yeah, response. Just yeah. like I'm not gonna play the like, you know, nice guy, Ooh. and then his wife is Miss Veronica Vaughn, gorgeous by the way. Yeah. Uh, but it was just it, the whole night just went from there to. It was it was like there were some kids that you know it was like a family party. I don't know, there's probably thirty people there. Mm-hmm. And literally they had it catered, but they also had it catered with Taco Bell. It was so funny. They had like the catered good, with Taco they Bell. They had like private chefs, but they also had like Taco Bell Doritos Locos Tacos. What? The tacos catered. So you had a you had a you had a mix and then by the time the kids left, at what at the end, and I told this on Dirty Sports, it's funny, because then by the end it was like I was there and w- with the woman I worked for and Gunner and like like five or six NBA players mm-hmm. and I'm in the middle of the circle just passing a fucking blunt around <laughs> <laughs> and 
like, you know, they're like, who the fuck is this guy? Basically, like, who is this guy? And I just got like, bl- of course, it's open bar. Like, I just got black. Oh my out god! Drunk. And that's probably why they had the Taco Bell for like the late night yeah, because it switches yeah. from like the good food from the chef to like, yeah. what do you eat when you're like fucked Stone. up? You mm-hmm. eat Taco Bell. You so, know, it, it was very smart on their yeah, part yeah. to do that. So like that night for me was just like. I bet that was like pretty, so fun. Did yeah. you like keep in touch with anybody after? It's like how? What's the follow up there? Like yeah. you're like, hey Pete, you want to like see each other again? Get coffee. <laughs> no, like I'll be honest, I uh, I got so blacked out that night. Mm-hmm. Like literally, I they had they had a service. I mean, even for like a small part like this, they had they had an Escalade taking people. Where, like I parked my car at her place, like to take me back to her place. Wow. Like like they were just driving people around. Oh wow! I didn't yeah. know that. Just like life. an Uber, like a in-house Uber service or something. Exactly. Well, that's a baller party yeah. that you went baller. to there. Yeah. It sounds like it we could can... be a scene out of the TV show. Yeah, yeah, it really does sound that like that. I know, right? Yeah, I wish I was at that party. Yeah, the random white guy. Like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Passing important around. <laughs> You're Hysterical. just yeah. Everybody's just like seven feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> who, who's this fucking guy? Oh, he's the male nanny for her? What the fuck is this homo doing here? I hope you didn't lead with male nanny. <laughs> no, they knew who I was. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, well, thanks for coming on. Thank and you. Yeah, this was super fun. Sports. You can follow him. Yeah, where can they find you? Dirty, Dirty Sports. To... Yeah, on Twitter, at Andy Ruther. Mm-hmm. Really or or at Dirty Sports, right? Yeah. yeah. And if you want to tempt him and try to get him to break his stretch of not having sex that's where you can send him dick dick (laughs) lots of dick pics love me some dick sorry i was losing my train of thought there (laughs) um also i'll plug andy's show you do he does a really cool show at the santa monica hostel is that on fourth street second street second street you're doing it tomorrow yeah i'm doing it tomorrow Mm -hmm. so if you're in the la area it's um at what time 8 30 8 30 and is it every tuesday or once a month every tuesday every saturday every tuesday we've had some good names we had we had real quick you know who popped in, did not perform, watched a set, put $40 in the donation jar, and then left? Cat Williams. No! Shut the fuck up. When was that? Like a month or two ago. Oh really? How God. do you find out about the show? We've, we've been doing well. Like LA Weekly did a big write-up on the show. Oh, that's awesome. So like I, Michael Madgett, who I run it with, he, mm-hmm. he fucking works his ass off. So we've kind of basically, he gets there real early, and then I get there. I don't want to jinx it for tomorrow, but... Basically, the room's packed now. Is it all people from the hostel? Yeah. Or is it like, it's that's still all it? people from the, po- from the hostel. So he's promoting it just to them, but or like, but outside people are coming. It's like Cat Williams. Yeah. Got it, you we, know? We've gotten some good names dropping in, but like, because I think comics know it's a good room where they're going to listen. Yeah. And you get like your good 15 minutes of stage time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I did the show before. Yeah. You had me like last year sometime. Yeah. And I told like travel jokes. Because yeah. I have like bits on that, sure. but but what I found was well, because I just didn't know how the room was going to be because it's like all these people from like culturally they're they're they might speak different languages sure. or they're from different places. So I kind of prepared sort of part of material that I was doing at the time and then just part some fun like travel stuff I had been trying out. And what I found was both of it landed. Like I had a really good set yeah. in that room, but I didn't really need to cater to different cultures as much as I thought I was going to. You like need- they still liked my regular stuff. I was going to say it's I always think that room is a challenge because here's what I always say. I'm shocked at some of the things they do get. And then yeah. shocked at some of the things they didn't get. You're like, you kind of have to be prepared with like a couple different things. So you know? yeah, so I do, you know, as the host because I, I always host it. Yeah, I just do a bunch of crowd work. Yeah, I try to get them good. loosened up for all the comments. Well, I mean, that's that's what a good host does too yeah. is engages them and makes them feel a part of it. So yeah. that way they they like are more tuned yeah. in for when people come up. Versus, and in that room, I think you especially probably have to do that because if you do all these bits. 
Like you can't really test out a bunch of stuff. And if yeah. you do a bunch of bits and they don't get it, then you've like already lost them. Sure. You know, so it's a, I mean, it's a lot of pressure as a host in general. For but sure. I know that. But um, well, but yeah, it's a good show. And um, and go and to then, the hostel every Tuesday or Saturday and tomorrow. Yep. And yeah. uh, follow us on playing with, with balls. balls.